In the Wild West world of podcasting, there is one podcast that is authentic and genuine and continues to stand tall in its originality. Based on a passion for his guests, their work, and his love of podcasting, Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast get amazing, diverse, unique guests found nowhere else. The variety and quality are endless. There is something for everyone. Derek Thomas is the hero you deserve. He's a silent guardian, a watchful protector. Welcome to Monday Morning Critic Podcast. Here is Derek Thomas. So, so Leslie, I'm going to tell you that I don't. I probably said this maybe twice during 400 interviews, but I'm talking to a legend, and thank you for coming on today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate being here. Yeah, the, the, I got to say, the the kid that went to Juilliard has done pretty well for herself. Not bad, huh? Not no, bad. I, I, I'm looking at this filmography, and I'm like, Jesus! Like some of the stuff I forgot about. Like when you look at somebody's filmography and you forget about things, like that's a, that's a sign of a good actor. <laughs> you know, listen, I forget a lot of times. I go, oh my god, that's right. <laughs> I, I I did. I work with that person. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say though, uh, just one like not personal thing, but if if my research is right, mm-hmm. your anniversary. Is ten sixteen right? Yes, that's my birthday. How about that? Oh wow! I, yeah, I was. I mean, it's such a trivial thing to bring up, but not trivial. It, it, but but I felt like those are both important days in our lives. So absolutely, I, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna get to this wonderful film that I finished yesterday. Such a great film, Dottie and Soul. But I want I want fans that have seen you in Deadpool to com- to make the connections and really follow you over to this because it's a really fun movie. Um, I have to say, though, every time I go to the theater to see you as Blind Al, the yes. theater goes absolutely nuts. Every time you speak, Leslie, there's never a wasted word. It all is funny. It's all important. Maybe one of my top five Marvel characters. No one makes me laugh harder than Mar- than, than Blind Al. <laughs> she's a she's quite a character, and it's a a blessing to to get that opportunity to uh, play her absolutely play her she i mean she just knocks me out as well i go oh my god she is something <laughs> you, you know and it's it's never it never comes across as acting for me i always feel like it's so natural for you and ryan that i'm looking into like somebody's like living room it's like to me it's like it, you you two are so perfect for each other it's just so wonderful to watch you what is your relationship like with him on and off screen leslie well let me say first on screen, I mean, you know, he's such a, a wonderful actor. And so it's it's very easy between us. And sometimes what's written on the page winds up something else in ad lib. And so we have that uh, relationship where he, he'll ask me about something. I say, yeah, let's go for it. And, you know, it works out. Off the screen, you know, he's... He's just naturally funny, but when we're working and, and let's say you know just sitting around and he's quiet. Yeah, he's quiet, you know, um, and uh, he's uh, nothing like that that character of Wade that he that he plays. Um, he's lovely. He's got a, a lovely wife. She's lovely too, and um, you would never know that he was capable of being this guy Deadpool. You know. And not many people can go head to head with with Deadpool, but but Blind Al does it like it's nothing. It's so wonderful to watch. Like you're, so, <laughs> I mean, I keep gushing, but like I'm just telling you, it's it's just so. In a time where we don't see many really good comedies, it's just so fun to watch you just do your thing on screen. Well, people, you know, when the first one came out, and 
you know, we could never tell anybody, you know, it was all yeah. secret, secret. And so, uh, and I had not seen the film. I like to go when the audience is there. And I was like, first of all, I was knocked out by the, the movie, but then my phone started ringing and friends of mine <laughs> saying, that was you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my God, that was you. They, they couldn't, they couldn't believe it. You know? So sometimes people put you like in a, a little box, how they think you, you should be. And then when you have an opportunity to go in a different direction there, even your friends are shocked about it. Yeah. It's so funny, authentic and real. And, and you and Ryan make for a hell of a team. You're just a part of that as part of that success as Ryan is. And I just, I love watching you and I've been dying to tell you that Leslie. So there you Thank go. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank so you. let's, let's talk about a movie that drops on May 19th called Dottie and soul. So I have to say what a wonderful cast, Leslie, huh? Uh, incredible cast. I mean, it was a joy to make because everybody was, it was one of those things again, where I, 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 I lucked into doing this movie with people that we would just sit around and they were funny even when we were just sitting around. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was uh, terrific to work on and, and just Adam, I just thought when I read the script, I said, I love this script because it has so much to say. And the dialogue is how people really talk. Yeah. You know, you know, sometimes you go see a movie and you go, "Mm, (laughs) (laughs) that's that that written dialogue kind of thing, you know, but with this, it was so easy to do with, um, with Adam. I, I, I think he's super talented, super talented. Yeah, he certainly is. And uh, so is it Margot Bigham, who plays, you know, um, who's very close to you in the film. Um, she's a wonderful actor, too. Oh, yes. You she's, know, she's delicious. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, but this movie, you mentioned it, it's got to me when I was watching it, it has like an 80s feel to it. Like, it's not like the movie as far as plot, but it has like a trading places with Eddie Murphy kind of type of like, it's just a really well shot. Like, I love the way it kind of comes across on screen, Leslie. Yes, I thought it was uh, uh, the camera. I just loved the camera work that was also in the movie. Yeah. But what I loved about it is it's it's a story about just regular people who had dreams and it didn't pan out, but it's never too late. Right. Because right. things come many, many years later to her and she's Dottie is able to uh, use her brain for other things and just, you know, doing the regular routine that she, that she has to do. And she hooks up with this, this young man who has no idea what he's doing. I mean, he's brilliant <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> the cars and everything, but as a human being, he yeah. lacks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the fact that they hook up in the nursing home to begin with mm. is uh, a, a, a wonderful situation for both of them. And, and not to, co- to compare to, to Blind Al, but like the same confidence we see, we see the same like determination. She's a really good person down deep. It's just like, yeah. I, I love the way, I love Dottie's approach in the film. It's very confident. It's very kind. She doesn't beat her chest when she does good things. She's just, she's just a good person, Leslie. Is that how you would describe Dottie to those who haven't seen the film yet? A- absolutely. Because, uh, you know, that's why everybody in, in the nursing home loves her because she's just, she's just a good person. She has a little hustle thing going on, <laughs> you know, but uh, she brings uh, a light whenever she's there at the home. And, and that's basically what her character is like. 
is that she has this light about her and no nonsense thing about her. And yeah. uh, she's just uh, what many people out there are like. We don't get to see them much anymore. You know, we, mm. where are we living in now? But there are people like Dottie out there that bring a light to a lot of people and they don't get recognized. You're right. That's a great point. And she's kind of like two steps of everybody else, but like in a kind way, not in like yes. a conniving way. She's right. two steps in the most genuine, sweet, sincere way possible. Yeah. And she's and, and she's never trying to uh, one-up anybody. She's right. just bright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you know, and the one thing I wanted to talk to you about is it does have, for those listening or watching, it has those wonderful moments of, of, of comedy and some great one-liners but it's also got a serious, you know, undertone. It got me thinking about this movie. I don't know if you remember it, in 1986. It was called um, Soul Man. Yes. Where C. Thomas Howell dresses in blackface to get into Harvard, right? Yeah. There's elements of that. I'm not saying the stories are alike. They're nothing no, alike. No, no. But the principle of, you know, racism and, and so forth kind of come into play here. And, and Leslie has a, I mean, not Leslie, <laughs> Dottie has a great exchange where, where, where he basically says, am I racist? And she's talking about what's in his heart. And I guess my question to you is, can somebody make a stupid lapse in judgment and still be a good person? And that's kind of what the film brings to, you know, it brings forth. Like, can can somebody make the most bonehead decision on the face of the earth, but still have a good heart? That's And I'm still struggling with that, Leslie, yeah. since I saw it, you know? Yeah, well, in this particular uh, situation, it's very interesting. Let me tell you that when we shot the movie the pandemic hit mm. the final week we were shooting the movie and we were shut down mm. and we didn't get to go back to this until like over a year <laughs> before we oh. were able to shoot the rest of the movie. Right. And a lot of things happen and uh, you know, George Floyd situation happened mm -hmm. and uh, Adam and I were talking we were getting ready to, to do the movie again. And I sat down with him and we realized that we were ahead of the game when we started the movie, but then the world had caught up to us when we were finishing the movie. Mm. And originally there was just a kind of like, you know, sarcastic, funny little line that she says to him when she knows that he did blackface. Right. And we, re I realized, I, I said, we can't just do that now. We have to really address it. And it's one of my favorite scenes in a movie that 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 Adam wrote because a lot of times, um, as you said, people may have have good hearts, but they do stupid, boneheaded things, right? And um, they don't realize how it hurts people. Yeah, you know? yeah, and. Uh, I'm not saying that you can't have your redemption because absolutely he, he does. Yeah. But um, listen, you know, we, we all, we all make choices and sometimes we just don't make the right choices. Uh, it's a great scene too, by the way. It's, it's a, a great it's, scene. It's a lovely scene and we're yeah. not beating people over the head. Nope. It, nope. It just makes it, it makes you question like you're t saying to me. Um, what, what was I doing? What was I, thinking I was going for the laughs, but I didn't realize you're laughing at somebody's expense, you know? Mm. And, and the idea that he would turn to Dottie and say, am I, am I a good person? Like, am I, am I this terrible? Like that, it's just a really, it's a sweet like moment. Like it's just yeah. an on, honest moment, right? Yes. Yeah. When, you know, she makes him 
think about things that he didn't really think about. That's the great thing about their relationship. She, uh, she makes him grow up. <laughs> mm, mm. What do you hope when people are done and the credits roll, what do you hope that people walk away with during this, Leslie, when they see this film, they, they kind of process everything as an actor, as somebody who is an iconic actor of, of, of both stage and, and screen, what do you want people to come away with from this movie after they see it? Well, I, I would like the fact that this woman is over 65. And a lot of times we seem to think that people get to be a certain age and they don't have any hopes or dreams anymore. They just, you know, doing the daily routine. And in this movie, uh, you get to see that, again, I say it, you never too late. But also mm. the fact that young people need to talk to the older people. <laughs> mm. we, there's lots of wisdom there, mm. you know? Mm. And I know, you know, when you're young, you're, oh, I don't want to hear what you have to say and all like that. But we need to hear what the older generation says because it affects y- your world too, you know? Um, uh, there's stories there that mm. uh, they need to be told. And with this movie, you see that this relationship of an older woman and this younger man, how wonderful it is and how it makes him a better person. And it makes her a better person because he's got these wild and crazy ideas and uh, they, they, they work. He just didn't know how to go about it. So that's what I hope when people walk out of there saying, you know, Maybe I need to talk to my grandma. I need to talk to my mother more, you know, talk to my aunt more about about things. That is such an awesome point that I never thought about because I'm I'm a, I I just had a baby two days ago, three days ago. Congratulations! Thank you. And Leslie, there's so many times where I wish I could talk to him because he passed two years ago, or ask him a question. Like I love the idea that you just said that. Like. I'm always looking for that wisdom that 20 years ago, I probably would have been too cocky. Like, I know all the answers. Don't worry about it. But it's that wisdom. That's a great point. I never thought about that watching the movie. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We all have stories. Yeah. And we need to get those stories out from our our older generation. My last question to you is, and thank you for all this time. Um, what was Adam's clothing budget on this on this film? He he has some interesting attire here. <laughs> well, I think most of it was spent on him. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that was half the budget of the movie. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was a, a a lovely mom and pop operation. Let me put it that way. Some things were from my closet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to say, uh, May nineteenth, uh, Dottie and Soul, great movie, a lot of fun. Um, Leslie, I'm a huge fan, and I look forward to all your work, and I encourage people to go see this movie. It's a great movie. Thank you. Appreciate that. Take care, Leslie. Thank you for listening to Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can also connect with Monday Morning Critic on Instagram and Facebook, MDM Critic on Twitter, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. All episodes available, www.mmcpodcast.com.